was like, nunca he tenido tanta energía. That was so good. Ooh, drum roll. Welcome to FYC for your child self because we all have an inner child that we need to let loose sometimes and animated movies is I think the best way to do that. Today we're talking about Elemental. My name is Victoria and I'm the host of this podcast and I'm joined by my dear, dear friend, Alessandra. Hi. I'm obsessed with animated movies and my dream has always been to work on an animated movie. After I watched the first video of like how they did the sound for Toy Story, I was like, sold. I think more adults need to be watching animated movies and I think that more kids need to also be watching animated movies because this movie freaking flopped opening weekend. Um, Alessandra, if you want to introduce yourself. <laughs> no, I would agree. Hi, everyone. I'm Alessandra. Um, I'm Victoria's ginger friend and she's Did mine. You? And what is your cartoon moment of the day? My cartoon moment of the day? Um, I don't know. I'm like now in my, my temp job, um, I'm doing a lot of box carrying, just lots of heavy heaving boxes. Um, and you know, it's, I don't know. It just feels like every time I'm like lift from the legs and like, it's just like very repetitive motion. I feel very like, it's just like very workers. Like, um, so it's, I don't know. It's real, but I don't know. It's just one of those, like, it feels very cartoon physics-y. I'm just like bumping into crap and like bump bump um a foley person would definitely <laughs> love to be in my office like when i'm organizing files you should put little microphones on your feet boom, 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 boom. but yeah what was your that's cartoon funny. moment of the day i ripped my pants that's never happened to me before well not never but never like out out and about usually only happens in my room when i'm like trying to figure out what to wear i just i was shooting content with the client and I had heard them rip a little bit earlier, and I was like, ah, look down there. Everything was fine. I was like, whatever. An hour later, I'm like getting in my car. The moment I sit in my car, I'm, I'm glad. I'm sorry that happened to you, but I am glad that you were able to change your pants. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my parking garage is like across the street from my building. So I had to park, walk down a bunch of stairs. <laughs> walk of shame. And if you were in any Pixar movie, what movie would you be in? Oh, um, dang, that's... I'm like between two. Okay, what are they? Um, like Ratatouille would be like my day to day life, but then like my alter ego is The Incredibles. Are you a rat or a human? Whoever cooks. Mm-hmm. So I both, guess kind of both. Of them. Yeah, both. Of them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like if I had to work at um, Remy's restaurant, then I would be a rat. You I would guess. Be a rat, yeah. Um, though, though, if it were chef gustos then i'd be not a rat yeah yeah okay would you be linguini's friend um i feel like we'd be like acquaintances at best like definitely (laughs) friendly you know like he seems like a cool guy i don't know if day to day i don't know if like after work we'd be hanging out a lot but But remy you would hang out with remy absolutely like 24 7 (laughs) that's who i'm going to the movies with (laughs) best buds you and him at elemental (laughs) let me tell you about my best rat friend oh wait and the incredibles oh i mean i'd I'd be a super you'd be a super yeah but one of the supers full-time super full-time super for sure but one of the incredible like the incredibles or like just a super in the incredibles universe i think like a super in the incredibles universe i definitely get my um superhero costume from edna mode like it's got to be a mode original yeah. or nothing or nothing um though if i had to be an incredible i mean come on <laughs> like who have i dressed up as for halloween like three years in a row this bitch is elastigirl hey 
What would your superpower be other than elasticity? If you were just a regular super. I mean, incredible. I don't know. I like flight, but maybe like super strength because it's like the leaps and bounds thing. You can like stop like a, a moving like train, a, a moving train like, without hurting anybody. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crush them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like gentle. Like, <laughs> it's just however I drive a car. Oh, maybe. No, not speed. Not speed. Not speed. I'd like do that whole thing that start the boys starts with in like a second. Which one? The what boys, the show. Oh, the. The first, you know, like the first, the intro. It yeah, haunts I, me. Every time I cross the street, that's what I think of. You think I don't step off the curb. <laughs> no, I think a car's going to run through me. Oh. <laughs> but I don't step off the curb because I always have disgusting. Don't let the intrusive thoughts don't, win. No, you can't. You really can't. Uh, Today yeah. we're going to talk about Elemental, the new Disney Pixar movie. Meet the residents of Element City. Air usually has their head in the clouds. Oh, my new jacket. Earth can be a little seedy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird going on here. Uh, just a little pruning. Water is always getting into something. <laughs> Help! And fire? As ordered. We run a little hot. I watched it last night, and you? I saw it, um... Like Thursday last week. So like opening weekend, opening day, opening, opening weekend, hour. Yeah. 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 Opening minute. <laughs> <laughs> you were the opening minute. Oh, I loved it. Just initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Hmm. No, I mean, I thought it was just, it was so enjoyable. Like I, I just felt so like buoyant the entire time. It was just. That's a good word. Like, yeah, it was, just, I don't know. <laughs> like water. Um, water. I was just. You mean water? Very. I don't know. It just made me really like happy, giggly, like um, seeing other reactions. I was just like, oh, my God. Yes, I feel so single, but not even like single. It was just, like, more like, I don't know, when you watch a rom-com and normally I'm just like cringing. But this time I was just like, oh, my God, these guys are so cute. You know what the box office for the weekend was? Um, wasn't it like 20 million less than that? Yeah, 29. 29. OK, 29 million. Is, so I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. It was just there was a lot of hate for this movie coming out the gate. I think like from the moment like the initial designs were seen and people were comparing like um like way to like Osmosis Jones, which I mean Which is ridiculous. I mean clearly one of them's hot and the other one's Wade. <laughs> what? I'm like are you saying Wade's not hot? I'm saying Osmosis Jones is hot. Okay. Well, Wade you enough. bring home to mom. But like wait yeah, wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do bring Wade home to mom. That's no, Osmosis Jones. But not not to Ember's mom for <laughs> no, to Ember's mom. She slayed. It took her a bit though. Oh, spoiler alerts for sure. Oh yeah, spoilers will be just oh. <laughs> Okay, so like bringing that like the parents into it. I think as cute as it was, and I'm like always a sucker for a romance, I do love the family, like immigrant story at the heart of it. Um, I feel like I mean, like, the immigration experience in general is, like, you can identify, if you've experienced it, you can identify, but I think the fact that it is very specific, specifically to the Asian American immigration experience, I thought was, like, a really nice touch, and I think it brought that, like, personal um, element from the, element, um, from the director, um, Peter Son, 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 Peter Son. Like, sentence-wise, like, it feels weird to say, like, I am an immigrant, but... So I was born and raised in Venezuela, but then I grew up in Houston, Texas. And there were so many different things about this movie that I just like really clung onto. And 
I didn't walk into this movie thinking it was just going to be like a regular movie. Like I knew that this, like from the first moment I watched any sort of marketing material, I like knew that this movie was very much an immigrant story, very much like a representation of the melting pot that is our country and our culture and our nation and however you want to word that. And so I was really excited to watch it. I think that we were both equally touched by it. Yeah, I would definitely concur with that, like that the immigrant family angle especially touched me. Um, For me in a slightly different way, I am the child of immigrants. My dad immigrated from Italy. My mom immigrated from Cuba. They both came at different ages. And like, I definitely like felt Ember's pain um, in terms of like being like the daughter of immigrants and like the sort of expectations. And I really appreciated the movie in terms of just like how it addresses that struggle. I'm an aspiring writer as showrunner's assistant, um, though, the, the, though the strike is currently putting a damper on that now, though the strike should absolutely be happening. It's on the studios to come up with a fair deal for writers. Yeah, so absolutely. let's put that out there. And I'm happy to be here to discuss what was really a wonderful, like, just like feel good movie. I really, I really needed this movie to kick off the summer. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It was a good one. I have some like gripes with like the third act and like some <laughs> of the romance elements that we can get into later. We can get into now. We can get into now. Um, the I love yous. I just like, I don't know what it is because normally for like Disney movies, I tend to buy this. Like yeah. the romances where it's like after three days of them knowing each other, yeah. like I love you. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I believe it. But I don't know if it's like because it takes place in like, um, like it feels like modern day. Like it feels like, you know you know with the subways it feels like the big city present day them saying like i love you after like two weeks i was like really (laughs) yeah and it took them so long to get together to begin with that i was just i like had a hard time buying it but i will say that i still bought the relationship like the relationship in general i was like hell yeah and then the moment they were like i love you i was like what are you doing it's too soon yeah i'm like you know it's too soon too (laughs) like you're modern enough to know it like shut your mouth I love a Disney romance. I love, like, that to me, other than my parents, that's the blueprint. <laughs> that is, I'm like, this, you meet cute, and that's it. Like, you take that shit and you run with it. There's no dating around. There's no, like, oh, I don't love him. It's more like, am I going to admit it to myself or not? Like, that's always a storyline, and I'm here for it. What, I, what made me buy it was the fact that they were, he was so into caring about her he was so into caring about what she wanted and how her needs were met. And like, he immediately just cared about her entire, entire community. Like even when in, in their initial meet in the basement, she says one thing and he just starts crying because he just like, I get it. He's sensitive, relatable, but he's just like, you're a complete stranger. And he just already cares so much about her where on the other hand, he could have been like, Oh, I'm water. You're fire. Fire. Get about it. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> um i think i you hit it right on the head like that's i think what endeared me so much the relationship is that wade himself and i mean like they make a point of saying that that's like his like almost it's his superpower in a way is the fact that he gets people to care and that he like Connects. he yeah and like loving people like he gets people to love um from like ember to like you know that basketball game or <laughs> air ball game that they go yeah, to that shit was so funny. um the fact that okay but it is basketball coded yeah. i think no i think so um but yeah it's like just quidditch like quidditch. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> I see. Do they have a quaffle? Yes, it's his capacity to care and like the fact that like even Ember is like surprised by it. I feel like yeah. she's just like, wow, this is how people operate. And but I it's think it's not. It's no. just wait. It's just wait. No, but I mean, like, it's also like the fact that, like, when we first meet him, I really was just like, oh no, this is gonna be so annoying. It's him and his crying. Just, <laughs> and you said it too. Like, he just comes in crying. Crying. <laughs> and that's just like, for the rest of the movie. He just starts ah, ah, crying. Such a bad day. He's just always having a bad day, or like just like feeling. He's just feeling all the feels. Um. But, like, by the end, it was just, like, every time, like, by the midpoint when he'd start crying. And I'm like, yes, wait, cry. <laughs> so it went from, like, being this, like, super, like, obnoxious thing to, like, I was just, like, waiting for it. And then. Because they made you fall in love with him, too. Yeah. You started to care about his needs and his feelings. Yes. Ah! I'm not crying. You are. Wade Ripple Wade. deserves all the love. Wade Ripple. What's Ember's last name? Ember. Oh my Lumen. God. Lumen, Yes. Yeah, it's just that people hated it from the beginning and like people have just been like so reluctant to budge on the fact that maybe this is a, like a good movie and like a movie worth watching. And this like, mind you, we haven't even gotten into like how good the animation is yet, yeah. which is like what makes, you know, Pixar Pixar. Yeah. Um, I'll, I don't know. What were your thoughts a on like, these people that I mentioned this movie to sent me this a few TikToks about like the marketing. And while I think it's very distasteful for people to be spending so much money on marketing right now, well, I think that the movie was marketed correctly. It's an immigrant story. And if you market it as an immigrant story, no one's going to go watch it. You just market it as a silly, goofy little movie with fire and water. And that's it. People will go watch it if they do. And if they don't, then they'll watch it later when it comes out on Disney Plus. Because that seems to be the problem. It's that everyone's just waiting for things on Disney Plus instead of going to the theater. Which is not a unique problem. We've had that for it's, years. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of frustrating. Like mm-hmm. I like I agree with that, but then like to a degree, like I feel like that's ultimately what gets people to resonate. Yeah. Maybe not everyone, but like the the audience that is like the target, you know? Yeah. So it's a bummer that it wasn't like advertised that way though i keep on i'm sorry i'm just, i just need to say it and this is like the platform to say it on mm-hmm. which is in the trailer there's this one line that stuck out to me oh boy and it just felt like so like the way it was cut in there it was just like what movie is this it just felt so still to which like um ember's dad like bernie is like ember i see a change in you oh. <laughs> and, just, like, in the middle. and like while in context it made sense it just like it felt like a very generic like movie like fake trailer like yeah. moment and then they put it in but then in the context of like the movie itself i'm like oh my god like he's yeah. right like she is like it's just like because it's like okay well like i kind of want to go into the theme of them connecting now yeah. like it's about, about connection and that how that's like ember's problem is that mm, you know like she finds a hard time connecting um with the customers at her you know at her parents um at the store at the fireplace um and that's like her big obstacle but then it's like the whole thing about like temper like and like like wade so wisely says that like your temper is like sort of like trying to tell you something i love that you remember lines oh my i don't know it was just like very like messages that really got to me i feel like it's just like a very emotionally mature movie yeah like and i think that's like for adults anyway it's like a big appeal and i think like kids would enjoy that too you know i agree i think so this is one of my questions for later but i'll ask it now what age do you want to be to watch this movie because i literally want to be nine 
Hmm. I don't know. I like the age that I am now. I just oh, feel like yeah. Being, well, aside I feel from like, nine. Well, from like now. just because, like because of the age of the characters and like mm-hmm. the sort of era. But at the same time, I imagine like yeah, being like a nine, ten year old, and it's just like imagining like what could adulthood be like. And I feel like that's a good age to sort of like. I feel like the ages of eight to ten. You're just like the worst little shit alive. <laughs> like, You're terrible. It's just terrible. It's just like all the influences it, like yeah. really start getting to you. Like I, every bad influence in your life is like so, sort of rears its ugly head and like the mimicry of like, it's I'm terrible. like getting older now and like I like know things and I'm so like old and it's like not a bad thing. I mean, good for kids that they want to, you know, feel mature. But I feel like this is like a great example of like how to be emotionally mature. Yeah. And like just like a good example of just like, I don't know how to act, how to human, how to, how to care for people. Yeah, I agree. I think, cause I, okay. So I like the example of like Wreck-It Ralph, right? Like Wreck-It Ralph, I watched when I was like 15 and I was like, whoa, this movie, I was like, you can be, you can, you don't have to be what other people think you are. What? This is amazing. And I think that, and that movie has like very little romance, right? So like moving forward, you watch the movie aspirationally, mm-hmm. like more as like a, I don't want to say like career, but more as like a personality aspiration. This movie I think is a really good like romance aspiration. Like specifically in the beach scene, they're both literally being themselves. Like they're both being, he's being very water and she's being very fire. And like, she almost goes purple again. Like her temper's getting the best of her. And he's just kind of like, Bloop, bloop, bloop. I guess I'll help you out. Like, I think this is a terrible idea, but I'm not going to say anything um, until it's a little too late. And I'm not really going to be pushy on it and be like, wait a minute. Even though he could have easily said that from the beginning. You know, she said, yeah. I had an idea. And then it took them the whole entire time to get from there to the beach. They were, they filled up a bunch of sandbags. And then he goes, <laughs> mm, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> like, he, he just wasted the whole afternoon, sir. But they're both, I think, great role models because in that moment him not saying that he's supporting her and then after that he's still supporting her and so like ember is the one like i feel of the two though i will say wade sort of like his thing is like i don't know i just like float between jobs like because like i don't really know i don't know what to do yeah i don't know what to do and then ember like her whole thing (laughs) (laughs) um but in ember's case it's like you know, like her whole, like, I mean, it's like her emotional journey that we really stick with. It's like the whole, yeah. like, I'm having a hard time connecting to people and I can't control my temper. And do I even want to run the shop? And what do I really want to do? So I feel like she's the one that, like, is the, like, the one that we follow that yes. seemingly, like, needs the most help. And I feel like Wade sort of helps her see the light, but not in the, like, I'm going to save you, but more like the yeah. manic pixie girl way of, like, I'm gonna, I can show you how great life can be when you yeah. look outside the box. Right. And he's just, like, very cute and, like, you know, flashing rainbows and butterflies. Like, yeah, and flowers. See flowers in, like, an underground, underwater um, train station. Um yeah he's just like i don't know like can i say wade is a manic pixie dream boy dream blob manic pixie dream blob Mm, he's an ounce he's an ounce (laughs) what an ounce um speaking of that part the train station what was your favorite part of the movie because that was mine my favorite part of the movie um i think it's 
like the fact i think it's the moment of them at the beach when she's like making like the glass yeah. and they're just having their like moment looking out at the sunset i thought it was beautifully animated i thought it was a really tender moment also love their hot air balloon moment yes like their conversation on the hot air balloon where they sort of like though it kind of did remind me of the hot air balloon moment or like was it a hot air balloon or is it like a oh my god phonivia but it's like not that's not what it's called in zootopia yes the funicular the funicular yes that's one of my favorite words (laughs) the funicular um yeah you're right yeah oh my god i know when people criticize it for being a zootopia repack i'm like oh, oh but like not a, no but no i i agree it's not but i feel like that moment definitely reminded me of like it's just the sort of like getting to know you and like realizing you're maybe not the person i thought you were like i feel like that <laughs> like that hard. right no yeah it is it exactly that's the part where they're like you this is stereotype diminished yeah, it's like when you're above it all, when you're like looking high. Literally, your world. perspective has physically changed. You can be like, oh, okay. We love film and visual storytelling. Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. Um, and this goes back to like the whole, um, he's butterflies and rainbows and he cries. What does this movie say about toxic masculinity? It says, fuck toxic masculinity. It's an Airball dunk. <laughs> toxic masculinity. Airball smash through the hoop thing. It's sobbing <laughs> out of like a pool of water. I just had a weird thought. If he's sobbing, where does the water... Like, is, he, is it additive? That was I'm not. a question that I had. Again, a valid criticism of this movie. What are the <laughs> physics of this world? like? Is he able to create more water from the H2O in the atmosphere? Yeah, like, does it add to him? Because they all clearly, he's just like, it did oh, add this to is him. my ship. Like, this isn't my shape. Yeah, but it did add to him at the end. The more he cried, the more he became. Yeah, like, he and she became himself again. <laughs> um, like, he's relatable as fuck. <laughs> God. Can we talk about her jacket? Oh, yeah. I thought it was so neat. I want it. Yes. If I was 10, that would be on my Christmas list. I want Ember's jacket. Thank you very much. Disney Pixar merchandising, you better be listening. I can just picture myself, like, my mom being like, I'm going to TJ Maxx. And me being like, I'm going with you. And just looking and looking for something similar. And the last time I think I felt that was with Lizzie McGuire. Hmm. When I was, like, nine. Oh, my God. And, like, I saw that little jacket and I was like, oh, my God, I want I worked at the Disney store for a few summers. I remember. <sighs> so much fun. We really we got ripped, a Disney we, trip out of it. <laughs> we really ripped those benefits. I think we paid like what eight hundred dollars each for a whole week. That was ridiculous. That was nuts. Those are those are good times. I was actually talking about that trip like two days ago. <laughs> Best week of my life. <laughs> I worked at the Disney store during Descendants era. Oh my god! And Descendants and Frozen two. So it was just a lot of like people coming in. Oh, and Beauty and the Beast live action. So it was just like we were constantly sold out of like Elsa 2 dresses. We were constantly sold out of Beauty and the Beast Emma Watson Bell dresses. We were constantly sold out of the Descendant outfits as well. And I could just picture me working there and like seeing an ember jacket and wanting to like put it like this is during the movie yesterday. Like I could just I saw her little jacket. I saw her in the sub put her little hood on and I was like, I want it. And I had this like flash of me being like in the back room of the disney store like trying on like an extra large kid size 14 it was not gonna fit and not even in my wildest dreams would it have fit but i was like whoa i don't think i've ever wanted a piece of 
like Disney clothing as much as this. Since the Lizzie McGuire, the pants that she like buys and then her mom buys for her and then she ruins the original pair so she can't return them. So she's out of 50 bucks. Uh, that episode really stuck. Those pants were really cute. I really <laughs> wanted them. Yeah, well, I mean, 2000s revival, like, yeah, I'm sure like you might find like a version of them somewhere. Maybe, probably. The, the pants are really not even in the episode. It's really just about her freaking out. <laughs> it's it's a tragedy. I just also think about like a Kim Possible episode where something similar happens with her banana something. <gasps> like her, it's not Banana Republic. No, it's not. It's like a fake it's, banana. It's a fake it's Banana like, Republic, but it's like her Capri pants. Yeah. But anyways, that's like not what this is about. Pants. It's about Ember's jacket. jacket. And I think... Like, I I also love that detail and, like, the fact that it's made of metal. And, like, it almost looks like chainmail, like it armor. Is. It is. It's, like, armor that she's shielding herself from, like... She's shielding everyone from her. Yeah, exactly. It's so beautiful. Like, it's, like... Like, cause, yeah, like, is it that she's made it to protect herself or she's made it to, like, protect others, like, from her? Um others from her yeah because she's so scared of leaving firetown i know and i think it's so frustrating because i think it's also like like i feel like it's almost this like bitterness of like you know when it's like one of those things where it's like i don't care to go there anyway and Mm -hmm. it's like only because you know that if you did go you'd be shunned anyway so you're like i don't even care about it to begin with yeah i don't care about it because they don't care about me yeah but obviously the second half of the sentence is dropped yeah and so it like i feel like ember is like also like in that case and i feel like a lot of like i feel like it's sort of part of like maybe like the immigrant like experience or like having an immigrant family is just like you know like i don't need the rest of this like and i feel like growing up in miami was very much like that it was like american culture is like not needed we have everything we need right here um and i feel like i can't relate to it as much in that I feel like I was part of the majority of like, just like I was always surrounded by. But what like, about when you went to Boston? Up? Boston. Oh, oh boy. That was. <laughs> I remember feeling so alone until you and I became friends. Yes. Yeah. It was one. It was definitely a big case of culture shock in that it was one of those things where like, I never saw, like, it was like loud as like a joke. It's like, oh yeah. Like, you're so loud. but I didn't realize that I was loud until I moved to Boston. And I was you're not loud. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn, but. <laughs> but yeah it was like one of those things where it's just like yeah you have to sort of keep your guard up about certain things and you're trying to hold on as tightly to like you know these cultural like you know things of ours and I was like lucky again that I had you and that like you know I happened to live on a floor with like yeah like three other, other Cuban Miami yeah Cubans <laughs> like another Cuban from Miami like right there and even then it was like degrees like there were levels there but it was levels, like one of those things tears. that was just like we need to stick together because yeah. I don't know what the rest of this is. It's very felt. That is like, I guess one of the big things with Ember, like yeah. again, talking about her is that like the fact that she does feel like an outsider yeah. and that's like a big part of her character is how always having to be on your guard. And maybe that is part of why she was also so determined to run the shop. It's yeah. like, you know, you never have to feel like an outsider if you're always surrounded by things that you're familiar with. And I can definitely relate to that. And that yeah. like, sometimes it's just like, you really want to surround yourself with the familiar things. And it's like, you want to like pretend you don't need others or you, that you don't want to like venture outside, but it's because, you know, it's like sort of like, like her temper is like a sort of, um, what's it called? Reflect, not reflex. Um, reaction, reaction. I'm like trying to think of the word. Um, <laughs> it's like, I guess like, yeah, reflection of her, like, a, but not even her realizing it. A projection, maybe? 
mm-hmm. maybe her yes her temper is this projection of her fear you know it's just like yeah. it's like her reaction in place of her fear or like because of her fear it's expressed as like her temper and like her snappiness with like you know everyone or like her like you know her snarkiness which although i love her snarkiness i think yeah. that's like a fun part of her character and it is a nice like well not reversal because we've seen like in disney pixar movies like we've seen both um yeah. the girl and pixar the guy in relationship yeah very inverse very yeah like, play with stereotypes um but characters. it's like yeah it's just like that she's very like snarky but i feel a lot of that snark sort of stems from this like insecurity and fear and like expectation of like being rejected. And yeah. I feel like that's sort of set up early on in that opening sequence where it's like the Lumens first immigrate, which by <sighs> the way, that really struck me when they like oh, go and say their names, unwell. like at the quote unquote Ellis Island. And it's yeah. just like, okay, Bernie me. and Cindy, <laughs> like those are your names now. That burned me. And like, while I know that this is specifically like inspired by the Asian American experience, I feel like a lot of like, just like American immigration. Yeah, exactly. Like Jewish, like Irish, Irish, Italian, Italians. Like I was just like, it felt very ethnic. And then there were like some moments where like, um, the Lumens would say like, Bernie would be like Schutz. And I was like, that sounds very Yiddish. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not Jewish, but that's just some. No. And I think that, Right. And this is an immigrant story. It's an immigrant story. Like they really did try to encompass a lot of different, a lot of things that I guess, quote unquote, fire gives or serves a fire serves. It does that serve. isn't just necessarily representative of one. Um, like it, like, like culture. Yeah. Because how many elements are there in culture? One race. It's fire. <laughs> you know, there's only four cultures. There's multiple there's way more than four yeah cultures yeah so i think they did a good job of like making it making it relatable without making it representative yeah like i watched it and i was like wow i can see that being multiple things instead of being like wow, that, that is that definitely is definitely xyz that you put that really well yeah oh, exactly no <laughs> i'm like no that's it yeah that's exactly it them so then in that opening sequence so they have their names like changed against their like you Desires, know desire consent yeah no without consent. Their, yeah there was exactly goes, no bernie and cinder that's like cool um and then they're constantly just like rejected and it's like nope like door slammed in their face left and right and then finally it's interesting though because it was like all these places for rent and then finally the place for sale way way in the outskirts yeah i'm like i felt like that was trying to say something yeah about just like okay like like purchasing like buying this land this is your land this is yours like doesn't belong to anyone else um and then that's where like the lumens like sort of and like it's sort of like they created fire town is sort of like the implication because it's like it's sort of built up around the fireplace yeah um and i don't know i thought that was really beautiful and so i understand why like the product of that sort of like dynasty like when you know when your parents have literally created this community you would be no absolutely you would be so inclined to um to keep it going to keep the fire burning yeah to keep (gasps) the the blue flame the fire burning (laughs) the blue flame was so beautiful the blue flame was like beautiful like visually and symbolically but finish your thought no 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 i think you fire burning i think you completed that thought even better than i would have completed it so i understand that at the end of the day 
Ember's story is about learning how to break out and be okay with breaking out and like on her own and sort of like doing her own self-exploration. Like the way her parents did, like her parents left their home country and, you know, they took their risk. And for Bernie, it was like without the approval of his father that he really needed with that bow. And then, you know, with Ember and Mm -hmm. like Bernie, they have that beautiful moment at the end when she finally strikes out on her own to go um, learn how to, you know, blow not blow glass i don't know it's like temper glass like becoming like you know glassé glass worker glassé <laughs> if you will um that they have that beautiful moment so i think it's like it's like almost like this cycle of like you know in an immigrant family especially it's like you sort of like have this tradition of like you went off on your own and took this big risk and like had to like leave to do this thing and so you're, like I feel like with immigrant children it's somewhere between I can either repay that by like staying or I can honor your path by repeating it by also breaking off on my own yeah that makes me feel a lot better about doing what Wait, I'm that doing that was very eloquent I had this is the first time that thought has ever been put inside my brain you just changed me I see a change in me <laughs> Yeah. I love a callback. They say they moved to a better pl- place to like start a better life for us and like hoping to like create new roots. But I feel like when you grow up with immigrant parents, I'm like my both my parents like like my my parents came for different reasons. My mom was like, you know, Cuba. <laughs> and then, and then Cuba. And then my dad was like, you know, left Italy to like, you know, oh, like make better economic prospects, better right. life, you know, the and it's just like one of those things where it's always so funny that once I moved from Miami to LA, like my mom, not so much, but my dad was just like, why are you leaving me? And it's just like, you literally left your parents. Like you crossed an ocean. I'm just like, I'm a domestic flight away (laughs) from you, sir. So it's like one of those things where it's just like, how can you, like, I don't know why immigrant parents are surprised when their kids want to break off on their own. Um, when we learned it from you guys, yeah psa to the immigrant parents out there <laughs> to immigrant kids that may feel they're nervous it's you're continuing a long honored tradition also like wait i'm sorry to say something no no ev- ev- what what are you gonna say no it's just i think it's so beautiful how everything's in just constant motion yeah like obviously like the fire with like the flames and i remember megan being like i feel like the like fire people like especially like or just like constant you know just like flames like moving moving. back to the fire balloon scene when they're standing next to each other and he starts to bubble yes the chemistry like that's like the first time i think that like you really see it yes you don't you're not called attention to you see it later when he's like oh or whatever but like that's like when it's introduced and like i saw that i was like weird and then it was gone it was just a split second and i was like fire the danger the danger and then he puts her out sometimes and it's like and then she like burnt like evaporates him like it's just like it's just it was again it was so horny like there was so much chemistry chemistry (laughs) and tension in the way that like um Um, but yeah gorgeous so exactly so like little mermaid animated doesn't have that like tension of touch no touch no touch little mermaid live action does elemental killed it yeah elemental absolutely killed it (laughs) um yeah it's just like 
Yeah, it's just like it's part of like the will they won't they, but also the like can they? Can they? Yeah, because I know they will. I know they won't. Can they? And then she gets so cool just to touch him, <gasps> like her, her hand becomes fully red because early. Oh, that's the other thing. It's like the details. Like earlier when they mentioned she's going full purple, she almost went full purple. You, understand? I thought that was gonna play into it later, but me too. It didn't. Me too. But it's okay that it didn't. It worked, but it's cool that she goes full purple. But yes, it establishes purple is the hottest you can get, which is white, whatever. Yeah. And red is actually the warmest you can get, the coolest. What did I say? Purple is the hottest. That's why I said hottest, hottest. And then red is like technically the coolest fire can get. Yeah. And so like to see her little hand turn so red before it touched his... Oh. And then the little like the edits Love. with the flashing, I was literally like, I was like, this is a bit too much. This would have been my sexual awakening. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's just like, whoo, in that theater. <laughs> no, but it was just like one of those things, again, like had me squealing. I was like, ah! right. I don't know if you can hear this pitch on the mic. I hope you uh, can. But it just like, I was just like, oh my God. It was, just, I don't know, because exactly, there's not such a focus on touch in most like no disney pixar romances like but they're kind of it it's like the hesitation of like oh like should I touch? but it's not the like oh will you actually die if die. i touch you like will i extinguish Death. you will i evaporate you um va- vaporize evaporate anyway um yeah that like the whole relationship has this like element of peril combined with like but I actually really want to though. And like, again, like these are like, not like risk averse people, um, but like just very set in like what they're going to do. Like way to set in not knowing anything about what he's going to do. And Ember is very set in like, she's going to run her father's shop. Shop. Yeah. But they're coal nuts. Coal nuts. That scene oh, was hysterical. It was like one of those scenes oh. that I'd seen a million times in like trailers and sneak peeks. When he eats them. Yes, when he eats them. Okay. At, when he's like pretending to be the food inspector. And like even in the theater, I'd seen it already like at least 10 or 15 times at that point because Twitter. But like seeing it in theater, I just still had that belly laugh. It was just so funny. And especially with the new context of like. He's a health inspector. Yeah, he's yeah. just like. That's what you know me as. <laughs> Here's my take with that. It's, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I, this movie is based off that little game, that computer game. You don't know this? What? Um, oh. Uh, it's based off IP? What? Mm-hmm. So, okay. <laughs> okay, so I used to play this game online when I was like in middle school with my best friends. I'm going to show it to you. And you cannot tell me that this is not what this movie is based off of. Okay. okay. Wait, let me see if I can find an actual, an actual screenshot of the... Um, yes. Okay, great. I found an actual screenshot of it, of like what the game looked like. So this is, you would either play with two hands or you would play with a different person. One using AWSD, the other one using the, the uh, arrow keys. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm turning her. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> it's literally them. It's called Fireboy and Water Girl. 
That's in the forest temple. So I guess it's switched a little bit. In my head, it was definitely Fire Girl and Water Boy, but I get it. So this no, is you're thinking of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Girl. I was. <laughs> so this is what the game looked like, and one person would play on one side of the screen, and the other person yeah. would play the other character. So you'd play them at the same time, and like when this character pulled the lever, and then this character did a thing, put the weight on. The, like it was just like it's very complimentary. It's very You're much helping each other. You're helping each other. Red can only grab the red diamonds. Blue can only grab the blue diamonds. You can get through once all the diamonds have been collected and you get to your perspective doors, respective doors. Interesting. Um, we're like, we're seeing a screenshot now for context. And it's interesting how it's gender. <laughs> like it's using the Venus and Mars male, yes, female sign. Male, female sign. Um, wait a minute. I saw the picture of the character. I immediately linked it back to, to this game. And in this game, I knew that they were like, it was like a couple thing. Like they were like a couple. Yeah. So then when the first trailer comes out and it was, I'm pretty sure that, or at least the first trailer I watched was the coal nuts scene. I was like, Oh, that's cute. This is an immigrant story. Like yeah. <laughs> they're the inter- like the fact the dad food. is like, that's his test is can this guy eat spicy? Like not relatable, but relatable. After that being the first thing I watched, any other marketing material I saw from that was already with that context. So I kind of wasn't even exposed to this not even being an immigrant story. So when people started telling me like, oh, I heard it's bad. And people started saying like, oh, it's marketed incorrectly. Oh, this is an immigrant story. I was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Was it not? Like what part of the marketing material was like confused was you. giving you not immigrant was giving you regular ass water and fire it's literally like they're two different things coming together like we all watch zootopia yes. we've been through this before like what like two opposites combine like we're Attract, already work together work together collaborate collaboration you know, like we were already there. Like, I don't know what the confusion was, but after I watched the movie, but yeah, I was like, I get scene, it. Though, like, I, now I get it. Like, he's not even like, you need context for that scene because they're not dating. Like in my head, like I watched that and I was like, oh, she's introducing him to his, to her dad. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. The dad's like, there's something going on here. Yeah. I need to find out. He's not a food inspector. Let me give him the <laughs> spiciest thing, hottest thing I have. His scream, the way they like personify or like visualized his scream. The little like, lips. The little bubble coming out of his mouth. And the little, ah! It was it was really cool. It it's a, a cool thing to see. I liked it. I don't know. Like, did she fall? Like, who fell first? Like, do you remember? I. That's an interesting question. Now that you think about, now that you say it, and I think about it, it might have been Ember because just because wade was probably not falling for her until she let him in and she had to have fallen Mm -hmm. for him before he can get in because like we said he just connects with people so he's just connecting with her and all of a sudden she goes you're special i'm gonna put my wall down for a hot sec and then he falls in love but he for her to have put her wall down she had to fall in love first No, brilliant. Good answer. Good answer. Taken from someone that loves falling in love. No, that's like, that's brilliant. I, I agree because there's this like moment. And again, oh my God, this is another animation thing that I'm obsessed with. And I love this visuals just in general. I want to mm-hmm. use it. In, I use it in my own writing and in my features. Caustics. Okay. Caustic. You, like, you know, it's like the one that like the light refracting yes. in water. That first moment <sighs> where Wade finally is just like 
wow, I feel for you. And like, I think you're beautiful and I'm in awe of you is like when like Ember is sort of bending and she's like over that puddle of water trying to like, you know, stop him from ratting her out to the city. Yeah. Um, and then it's like she's caused these light, the like light to refract her light refracts and you know he's like in awe of it and throughout the movie there's these moments of like whenever they come together like her fire his water that like the light around them like sort of like bounces and refracts and causes the the imagery of caustics it's so beautiful and it's like throughout whenever they're like whenever they're combined their light it's like gets amplified or like beautified in some way it's like in the photo booth it's just like pure light and actually, I haven't when even, she lights the little the exposure, the, like, yeah, the exposure. And when exactly, like at the begin, at the beginning, the first time that he experiences that or he sees that, it's not through him. But every time after that, he makes sure that it is through him. <gasps> Whoa, I got chills. <laughs> um, also horny. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't want that it's to like, ever happen with you. anyone else. Yes. <laughs> He was like, I will sail oceans for you. Whoa, it's the ocean people. I'm done. Um, See, it's like these questions like these. It's too much. Okay, I'm going to like give a book rec here in the meantime. Please. I've been trying to read. I say trying because I like, I truly like, I can't say that I've read it because I'm in the process of reading it. I keep on trying to restart it. Like not trying, but I keep on restarting it because I never get far enough. Bell Hooks, All About Love. Okay. One of their like, standing like pieces is just like all about love which is like how you can't really like receive it's like 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 it's impossible to receive love unless you know how to love others and i feel like this movie was a great like lesson in that in like that you can't like really like love anything until you learn how to like love (laughs) others show love to others and i mean connect like yeah exact connection finding connection and like in wade's cases that it's just like finding like that support i mean granted there's like limits obviously to like what love we can offer but it's like the sort of like that there's no like yeah there's like love is fruitless unless you're willing to like put yourself out there for it yeah and i thought like that was just like this movie was a beautiful example of like how loving can like reproduce love infinitely it can literally change how people view how a fire person views a water person and vice versa you know like it love can change lives love changes you yeah they literally change each other's chemistry they change each other's chemistry together damn i got chills how about you what were your final thoughts about um elemental i loved going on a date honestly it was like i walked on my date and immediately they were like you're wade and i was like okay well you're ember (laughs) (laughs) i I loved having like i don't know it was just really nice to like see that reflected and be like wow they're good like they're a good couple role role model they're good like people role models good like characters to look up to and walk out and be like wait no i relate to this they relate to this like this is like a real life thing. It's not just like on screen movie. Like, yes, we talked about it earlier. They said, I love you way too early. I was like, Ooh, that wow. was, the, that was truly the thing that took me out. Wow. Yeah. It was faster than Romeo and Juliet. I would say like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it was just nice. 
it's one of the more like applicable movies i feel no matter what age you are like there's always something that you can take from this movie whether you're a parent non-parent adult <laughs> non-parental adult <laughs> um a child a child parent a child <laughs> child <laughs> i feel like it was i loved knowing that it truly is a family movie like i could watch this with anyone of any age and mm. not feel uncomfortable not feel bad and actually feel like we both learned something from it mm. happy to have watched it on a date that is very yeah. cute that is a really nice like date night movie what would you rate the movie okay so uh, 10 so as much as i loved i thought it was super romantic and just cute and i loved um the family story like holding it together and the animation was beautiful um there were some elements of the story that i had questions about mm -hmm. um just like world building things yeah <laughs> where's the water coming from that um that like sort of like lowered the score a bit um just because like for pixar standards again i think it's an incredible movie and it's definitely worth watching yeah. regardless of the rating that i will give it but i will say that just compared to just like in general um i would say it's a seven out of ten. <gasps> seven. i get it but again saying this like having absolutely enjoyed the movie just because it's it's not a 10 out of 10 does not mean it's worth watching it's not worth watching yeah. i should say yeah i get it i'm gonna give it a higher rating but only because I'm reading it on three levels. I'm reading on animations, which was 10 out of 10 for me. The way the, gra mm -hmm. the glass cracked, yeah. the way the water was moving, the way the fire was burning, the way the earth was earthen. <laughs> so I'm going to give it an eight and a half out of 10. Good. Good mark. Good, good mark. A little bit higher than yours, but that's okay. Um, who is not in this movie that you would like to see in this movie? Maybe like James Wong interesting like i feel like he's what would he be i don't know like a grand i mean like as Let he me tends see. to be these days like a grandfather character i feel like he's like he does a lot of animation and i feel like part of ember's family or like one of ember's like one of the firetown residents you know um i feel like this would have been a, a nice like bit role for him to do like yeah. one line like you know, Ember's on her motorbike and like almost hits him and he's like, hey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, something like that. And like you would immediately know it was him. Like he could literally say one word and you immediately know no, that it's James yeah. Wong. Um, so yeah, that's who. I would love to see like Eugenio Derbez. Eugenio Derbez. I wanted more <laughs> Latinity in this. Yeah, True. maybe some more Latin Latinos in there. Like I would have taken a Sofia Vergara. I'm obsessed with her right now. I'm rewatching Modern oh Family. Oh my god! If Sofia Vergara had been like Gail, like the air, like I'm texting that. Throw the ball! <laughs> no, <laughs> the way I would have absolutely <laughs> lost it. Maybe she did <laughs> the Spanish like dub. Who knows? Oh, in Mexico. Oh, let's watch this. You know what? AMC plays the Spanish version. Does it? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go? I'd be down. Because I'm curious to see what the fire culture is portrayed as. That's That would be an interesting way. You know? I, I, that'd be an interesting view. Because I really down. do feel like it's Latinos and whites and not necessarily like multi, like melting pot situation. Hmm. Let's do that. That's, we'll do a part two to this. I'm intrigued. Not that anyone does <laughs> <laughs> invest in Part two, are. elemental, the Spanish Element dub. Two. 
elemental elemental spanish dub <laughs> um no i swear like watching it in like the dub of like just like any language but i feel like with luca like when i saw the italian version i felt like that was like the de- definitive version for me yeah in that i was like wow the voices match the gestures Lin-Manuel. i would have taken a Lin-Manuel. <laughs> I would not have taken a Lin Manuel. <laughs> if Lin Manuel had done a song for Elemental, no, I was actually interested Pitbull. in the fact that they used love. Is it love? Love, Pitbull. <laughs> I would have loved Pitbull. Pitbull as Claude. Pit- Claude's dad. Claude. <laughs> he said, "Mi reina." He said, "My queen." It's like, "Dale, mami, come yeah. to the June Bloom with me." <laughs> Good one. Pitbull. Pitbull's my, Pitbull's my answer. Locking it in. Has he done any voice acting before? I feel like he's done. Pitbull, he definitely has. Like, I feel like the 2010s would have been the perfect era to capitalize on that shit. Pero bueno. Is this a movie that you would rewatch nonstop if you were a kid? I don't know if I were a kid, but I now would definitely rewatch this nonstop. Um, I don't know. As a kid... I don't know. I feel like the romance would be enough to drive me, but I've always been like a very like love obsessed, like little critter. Yeah. Um, I feel like young me would definitely be watching like the scenes of them together and be like, Oh my God, like they're so cute. And like, Oh my God, them saying I love you to each other is totally reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think I would rewatch this. And then also it's just so pretty. Like, what I would give right now, I mean, I could actually, like, just, I just, when I look at the Elemental trailer, I just replay. And then, like, Elemental has given me so much. It's given me a song so that I really much. love. Not the Love song. Or is, what's the name of that singer? Love? Love? L A U V. The, like, dun and let me know. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I'm butchering that song. But the tra- the teaser song, the, like, it's like, Whatever went to hell and back just to find me. Me and you went to hell and back just to find peace. Wait, can I play it actually? Or will you play well, it in the I'll play I'll play it right now just for us to know, but it's gonna, it's like one of my I'm it's to make been money one of my this. it's gonna get copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> um but I'll play it. Um but it's Hell and Back by Bakar and it's truly an excellent song. And I remember when the teaser came out, I heard that song in the context Steal the of the show. Steal the show is the love song. Mm-hmm. Which one are you wanting to play? The Helen Back. That was the teaser song. So it's not even in the movie, but it was just so good because it's like when they're, she's on the train and we fir- we ha- don't even see her, just the back of her head, but in her cool jacket with headphones on. Yeah. And then she's like bumping, trying to make navigate through the subway. And then she drops something. Okay, this is interesting. I'm watching this for the first time in a while. And this teaser, it's she gets into the subway with headphones on. 
she drops her headphones and her and Wade both bend down to pick them up. Mm-hmm. That's not in the movie. No, it isn't. It's just a teaser. It's a pure teaser. This is... It's a total alternate meet cute. Alternate meet cute. Whoa. Alternate universe. Changes. I want to write a fanfic where this is how they met. Girl, I already I already <laughs> movied this, the fanfic. <laughs> no, that's so interesting because it's like, that's obviously the first thing I saw and then saw the coal nut scene and was like, obviously, she's introducing him to her dad. Yeah. I thought yeah, Immigrants. It, it, it wasn't. I thought it was just like, oh, it's about interracial dating yeah. and it's about like the struggles. And I mean, part of it is that, but it's like she struggles like throughout the movie to like admit that she has feelings for him and yeah. that she wants to be. She said no to carnal. Him, you know, like, I love you. <laughs> They're not flesh, babe. No, you're, you're right. She wants to be <laughs> elemental. Elemental. With him. <laughs> Let's get elemental. Elemental. Um, <clears throat> and. And yeah, so it's like the teaser is just like, I kept on thinking, oh my God, it's a meet cute. They're going to be so happy and it's going to be like a meet the parents. Yeah. Um, it was it not. Was so much more. Yeah, it was it so, was much, so more. much more. Not that it wasn't. It was so much more. Okay. So is this a movie you would rewatch nonstop if you were a kid? You said no, but right now you would rewatch No, no, no. I, no I, I, I said no at first, but I was like, you know what? Young me absolutely would eat the shit out of the romance. I agree and would continue how about you i say no just because this movie literally made me unwell like in the way that inside out broke me to pieces and i have only seen inside out twice it's the only movie i haven't rewatched as many times as i am a moana stan i i watch moana once a month i can never i can't watch it actually twice Mm -hmm. no way i just get sad once a month when i want to Uh it makes me feel good it's a good movie inside out broke me and this movie broke me in the same way. However, if I had been 11 and playing F- a fire boy and water girl and then this movie was out, I would have absolutely watched it over and over again. I would have I would have probably spent $50 at the movie theater to watch it once a week until it was no longer in theaters and would have probably tried to torrent it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Heck yeah. Tried, not succeeded. <laughs> Emphasis. <laughs> but yeah, um, this was Elemental with Victoria and Alessandra. Woo! ASMR.